Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Mobile Syrup Podcast, otherwise known as the Syrupcast. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic. It is episode 97. Uh, it is the week of November 20, 25th. Excuse me. I'm joined by Jessica Vomero. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Good. Yourself? Good, thanks. How are you, Igor? I'm good, thank you. Mobile Sierra publisher, Ian Hardy. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Um, and we replaced Rose Bihar. We are joined by, and we're very honored that he decided to come on to our lowly podcast. Uh, Josh. Josh is the um, Chase pizza producer at the National Post. Yes. Pizza that snacks. is actually one of his roles, but mostly he is the tech producer. Yeah. How are you, sir? Great. Thanks for having me. Do you want to just tell us a bit about what you do at uh, the Post and how people can where they can read your writing? Yeah, so I uh, so I'm in the Financial Post, which is the National Post business section, but we kind of you know jump around and help in the National Post as well on some things. And I run the technology section, so mm-hmm. uh, we have obviously uh, a telecom reporter and we have um, business tech stuff. But then I personally do a lot of personal tech, mm-hmm. so gadget reviews, tech reviews. I mm-hmm. um, you know do interviews with. You know, Google, Apple, all of them, and mm-hmm. chat tech things. And then, aside from that, I get uh, I complain about pizza pockets on Twitter, and mm-hmm. then they like and send soap me dispensers, pizza, right? and <laughs> soap dispensers, and they send me pizza pop costumes and lots of crazy like. stuff. Hold up, they sent you a costume? I thought you bought that. No, it's this is a handmade. <laughs> you can see it if, if on you go Twitter. Twitter dot com slash Josh McConnell. Mm-hmm. Two C's, two N's, two L's. Mm-hmm. It was great as a child. Wow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so I just they had this. I guess it was a contest. I didn't know it was a contest, and uh, where they said, "Hey, here's a pizza pop costume. What would you do for a pizza pop costume?" And I didn't see that part. I'm just like, "Hey, someone should like wrestle Katy Perry's left shark in this costume." Oh, that's great. And then, uh, and then a week later, they're like, "That was hilarious. Where should we send the costume to?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so you inadvertently so, entered a costume yeah, contest to win a uh, pizza pocket costume. Yeah, and so yeah, so I then I for like a week I wore a pizza pop costume at work. Jeez, I wish so I had that kind wear? of luck. Uh, it's actually in my closet at my uh, my condo, so I can like for Halloween anytime. Do you wear it yeah. around your condo, just like in, in your VR. pizza pocket costume? Uh, yeah, in <laughs> VR. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then after that, then I started talking like pizza pockets versus pizza pops, and then pizza pockets was like, "Hey, you know, have some coupons, try our new ones," and <laughs> and like I just escalated from there. So, so right. and I should say I broke the pizza pocket rebranding story in Canada because wow. yep, I did see that. Yeah, so that we saw that was coming down the pike, and uh, and so I got official comment, and then Vice tried to sneak in and get it. But they didn't have the exclusive scoop mm. where I said the originals would still exist with a different mm. box. There you that go. That is hey. so, reporting at its finest. Yeah, that's uh, and then yeah. All so, right, podcast over, okay. everybody. Anyway, Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we don't talk about tech at this podcast. No, no. worries. <laughs> uh, we'll grill you after about your personal tech choices to see if you're a shill for someone, <laughs> like um, Zach is for Telus. Yes. <laughs> and Igor is for Apple. Uh, One Plus. Thank you. And me for Tim Hortons. <laughs> um, so we're just going to jump to the music, and but when we're back, we're going to talk about uh, the great new Freedom Mobile 
formerly known as WinMobile, and one John McAfee. Uh, so welcome back to the Syrupcast. Um, Mr. Hardy. You. Freedom. Freedom, yes. <laughs> Please rewatch Braveheart if you haven't already in preparation right. for the new, the rebirth of WinMobile, now known as uh, Freedom Mobile. I guess let's start with the superficial. Um, what's everyone's take on the brand, the new brand, starting with you, Josh? There should have been more bald eagles. Yes. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, there's such a branding, a misbranding opportunity here. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have played off the American card, but but no, honestly, I don't know. It's, I think it's just window dressing. Like, that's mm-hmm. all it is. That's in my opinion. I, I think they could have done you know shaw mobile if they wanted to but i think it was so in everyone has their opinions of shaw and shaw was here before um what was it like 12 years ago i think shaw was more here and then kind of them and rogers did a bit of a switch with the west coast tv stuff tv Mm -hmm. stuff yeah so it was kind of like it was already kind of here kind of not it is still here kind of so i think it was just like you know what we just want a fresh start fresh name i don't know why exactly they went with freedom you can maybe give us more insight on on that i think it's personally hilarious but that just me. <laughs> yeah so i think that does bring up a good question um the shaw angle is interesting right like why ian why didn't they go with shaw mobile i think well let's let's step back yeah so uh first what's your opinion mm-hmm. my opinion yeah. um i think that's a very sad freedom bear <laughs> freedom bear yeah. amazing well, they should have used ted <laughs> They should have. More seriously, I guess. (laughs) I think that um, it might be a not entirely successful attempt to tap into a feeling that a lot of Canadians are feeling about our telecom situation. And a lot of Canadians feel trapped in their wireless plans. And while I don't know if I don't know if they were entirely successful in capturing that with this new branding strategy. I, I suspect that that's where they were going with this. But, I mean, you covered this story. What's your opinion? Uh, I've been covering this since 2008, even before they launched, which was a long time ago. So I remember Tony Lacavera, who founded it, he traveled the world to look for money. And he uh, ended up being getting like a billion bucks from Roscom and Vim, Vim, uh, Vimplecom, uh, which was a... A long haul for him mm-hmm. and then in 2010 when they launched the big three carriers came down on them uh regulatory issues um foreign investment issues um and th- now that uh wind mobile sold to shaw for over a billion bucks 1.4 billion which is great for the investors um tony's out of it which is good for him uh but this new freedom is a complete shift for the whole company from a brand perspective. Um, everyday wireless customers could not care, <laughs> I don't think. Right. So when they made the change, I said, why freedom? And I asked. We, we took a video of it. I asked. And Alec Chris, who firmly founded Public Mobile, is now the CEO of Freedom Mobile, um, was hired on right after or right before they sold, I, th- I believe. Um, he said, well, also to get rid of our baggage of previous history to, to tell the consumers and our customers that we're over a million customers now that they do not need to be tied to a contract and we're here to save you, we're freedom, which is great. 
Um, but everyday people were so entrenched with the Win brand that they have to get reorganized, re-recognized with this new freedom. <laughs> right? I don't know. Like, I, I'm so torn because there's their very literal meeting for freedom, like clearly is what they're doing. But then there's brands that are just like, they'll throw some name that means absolutely nothing. And I don't, I don't know what I like more. Do I like the literal approach of freedom of like, we're freeing you from this? Or do I like a brand name that is might not have any meaning to me, but then the meeting will shift to this mobile. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know how I feel about such a literal, it just seems like they sat in a room and like, I don't know, freedom. I so, spoke with Tony right after. Okay. Yeah. I called him and I said, what are your thoughts? And he said, oh, you can go on record with this. I don't care, which is fine. Um, so I guess I because <laughs> uh, he, he did not have kind words Breaking to say. Breaking news, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he spent 125 million bucks branding this company. Yeah. Uh, from the beginning, uh, and he said, "I don't understand why they would have changed it to Freedom Mobile instead of Shaw, which was the original question, mm-hmm. or Shaw Mobile, Shaw Wireless, because Shaw is already established in Canada. Mm-hmm. They already have a great brand presence in Canada, across the country. Well, specifically in the West, but also in in." In, Ontario, Ontario, right? Because of chorus and stuff, right? Correct. Like, yeah, right. absolutely. So he says they just have to start from the bottom, and it's stupid to start that yeah. fresh now in wireless. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I believe what happened is that the relationship with uh, wind overseas was not renewed. So either wind mobile here in Ontario didn't do it, or Toronto or Canada didn't do it, or over there they didn't do it. Something happened, and that's why the fresh start from freedom mobile right. so interesting but but the bigger story here apart from the brand refresh and the teddy bear is that they have hey, LTE. that's the most important part yeah. of the story podcast done <laughs> yeah thanks for listening guys thanks for listening Bye. it's very nice of you yeah. but the biggest thing is that they have lte which is customers have been wanting that for years absolutely so it's launching on with an asterisk i'd say yeah, yeah. A, a very big asterisk so it's, it's on yeah so <laughs> It's launching on the 27th in select markets, Toronto and Vancouver. And, and not all of Toronto. not Correct. Yeah. The, G, the GTA, like a small, like, building. Yeah. <laughs> There's two places. Yeah. And one, ironically, and then, the Rogers building. It's yeah. like, this is weird. Yeah. And then with one phone, right? So the with V20. Two. Yeah. And then the... Grand X4. In December. Which, like, who's going to buy the ZT Grand X4 if... Please, it, if you plan to, please leave a note in the comments. If you want to experience freedom... Yes, <laughs> if, if if it's priced right, which it probably will be, right? With you have to plans. pick from these two phones, yeah. free. Yeah. Yeah. But their plan offering is really good. Yeah. 44, uh, 40 bucks for, yeah, whatever it is. But yeah, you know, someone in the comment section made a good point, which was when Rogers, Fido, excuse me, Rogers, Telus, and Bell rolled out their LTE. You didn't need to get a new phone, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't right. need to change That's your true. plan, right? Um, and that seems to me like a non-starter in some sense. Well, is that true? I feel like you did have to. Well, I guess not all of them. You some had, of the plans you had, had a new to sim. change. Yeah, there's yeah. a new sim. That's what it was. Like, yeah, yeah I don't think it was entirely cohesive across. Right. But uh, new no, but sim compared to yeah, no, new phone. Right. And like, is the V20 really the phone for everyone? Like, let's be honest about it. It's yeah. you know, it's a it's a nice phone in certain respects, but it's also expensive. Um, does everyone really need like? 
the hi-fi audio. Yeah, I think that's the thing that surprised me more than anything else is the phones that they actually went with to launch this LTE network that everybody's been waiting for. It's like a technological limitation, right? Band 66 and Band 4, and those are the only two phones that support it. For sure. So I asked him at at the event, are you going to have the iPhone? He obviously said he he couldn't talk about it, Mm -hmm. but he hinted that they will have an iPhone, potentially the next iPhone. If it supports the AWS Band 66. Which yeah. I think like every year, and they don't talk about it with each and ask, but every year Apple does add more you know, yeah. bands, bands to the phone. And mm-hmm. so very plausible that it could yeah. happen next time because they want to get into those new markets. But that's really they happens. took out the yeah, headphone sure. jack so that yeah. they fit, <laughs> they physically saw, fit those bands into the phone. I think they specifically like, hmm, Freedom Mobile's coming. Yes. In order to make it work in Canada, let's take the headphone jack out globally, yeah. and then we're good. <laughs> Like, I think that's the whole will, what will push Apple over the top again. Yes. That's true. I do think not having some of those more well-recognized phones could um, affect early momentum, which, sure. I mean, even if they get them later on, like that can be a big non-starter for a company that start trying to rebrand mm-hmm. from the ground up. But but they're also saying that their LTE network is traffic-free, so you'll have and freedom on the LTE network, that's which true. is actually really so accurate that internet- because no one's going to be on it so far, and they know that. Right? So yeah. the internet really is a series <laughs> of tubes, even in wireless. Right? Dumb pipes. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Douglas said that this morning yeah. on the CanCon podcast. Exactly those words. Or was it, <laughs> or was it Igor? Oh, my God. Posing as Douglas. <laughs> Inception. Yeah. But it's interesting. So that that is a great move for Freedom Mobile, Win mm-hmm. Mobile. Because mm-hmm. LTE Network, uh, some were thinking that it's going to be launched next year. They got it early. It's launching this year, which is great for them to end their year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, everything for their LT network will be pushed out by August of 2017. Mm-hmm. So they have a million subscribers, a million 4,000 or 44,000. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. progression, which is good for them. Yeah. And I, I mean, as, as much as we joke, yeah. they are, you know, with an asterisk, but a success story. And it's great to have right. an expanding new competitor nationally. Mm-hmm. And there's limitations for sure, but. We cannot like. There's nothing bad about having a new competitor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Really and, be. And I mean, if you got... look at the areas where there are more uh, telecom companies competing Viable. for yeah. customers, like the price yeah. is just like yeah. it's a huge difference. So I'm a hundred percent behind. And like, they've got Shaw and Shaw Money and Shaw Backing. Yeah. So they're not Shaw going anywhere. Shaw Family. And, <laughs> yeah. and plus, yeah. plus Shaw. Well, it helps for lobbying, right? Yeah. And yeah. Plus, yeah. they'll be launching um, voice over LTE and Wi-Fi calling on right. the uh, LTE network. So. That'll yeah. help some people out in the demographic that they're looking at. Yeah. But it's, it's still... So, I mean, we haven't kind of gone into the crux of the issue, which is why they rebranded, right? Like, um, it's, you know, from your kind of... The interview you did with uh, Alec, it seemed like it was basically like mon- like a very petty money issue in some they, sense. They like, didn't want... some Someone didn't want the license yeah. agreement for wind to be renewed. Yeah. Which comes yeah. down to money, yeah. Because they but needed it, it to re, uh, renewed for ten years. But it, mm. but then you also have to spend money to create that brand, to rebrand all the stores, to rebrand all like totally. to retrain all your yeah, like absolutely. Like I, you, sorry, you can see. Yeah. I was just gonna say yeah. you can see like on on like it's still orange and blue. They're still yeah. like yeah. they're very. Yeah. Are they smart. really rebranding anything <laughs> other than the name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like a legal loophole, so to speak. Like there's like Likely. people will be able to still say, "Oh, orange and blue." Yeah, like I think wind. If you're in one of those markets, you kind of already knew what they looked like. Mm-hmm. What that so the freedom is still going to be like, "Oh, that looks kind of like wind." And maybe if you didn't know about the rebrand, I feel like you would kind of 
it would signal something to you, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't feel like it's a complete start over, yeah. but it's still a very high uphill battle. But, and, but you're right. Think of the cost across across the country to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. All the signage, all the pamphlets, all the the internal email and web, every Twitter account, everyone's like, name tag, everybody's name tag. <laughs> that Even Alex has <laughs> to change. Is the crux of it. Yeah. <laughs> Brass tax, my friend. And think of all the Named bears they have to produce. Uh, all the bears. Think yeah. of all the bears. The sad bears. Think, not th- freedom think bears. Think of the bears. <laughs> yeah. Think of the bears. The bears are happy bears, I think. <laughs> I think so. I totally have a name. It's Freedom uh, Bear. Freedom. Freedom Freddy. Okay. Is that <gasps> he loves real freedom. Name? That's great. So he's Ted's cousin. Yeah. Freedom. So I asked, I said, why a bear? Mm. And he said, Well, we've could have gone with a bear, we could have gone with um, I think he said freedom a, fish. No, he said a bird, so maybe a parrot or something like that. Eagle. Um, no, I think like that a, would a cross the Telus territory, though. A yeah. little bit, yeah. yeah. And Telus has been uh, very successful with the animals. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they have. That's been a big part of their branding strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So on that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, you should also check out the Syrup Drop. Every Friday, we produce an awesome bite-sized video hosted by Jessica Vimero and Rose Bahar, both of whom you've heard right here before on the podcast. It recaps all of the major tech news from the week, plus a little added color commentary. You can check it out for yourself at youtube.com slash mobile syrup. All right, back to the show. So welcome back to the Syrup Cast. If you're watching the video version of this, you'll notice that we've replaced Ian Hardy. Um, and if you've if you've been playing Pokemon Go, you'll know that Ditto was added to the game. And if you know how it works, you have to catch a bunch of Pidgeys. And then one of the Pidgeys will turn into Ditto. So what we did was we threw a Pokeball at Ian, and it turned out to be Patrick. Patrick, welcome to the podcast. And I how came back, and I, and I had way more hair. Yes. Then Ian. I was going to make a David Blaine joke. Oh, but that was a, that's yeah. a better one. I, yeah. I like the Pokemon. <laughs> how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, so what was supposed to be a very slow news week and turned out to be pretty a pretty fun news week, thanks to one John McAfee. Jess, you covered the story for us. Would you like to give us the details? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, so there is a Canadian-based startup called Equibit Development Corporations, also known as EDC, that does blockchain security technology that announced through an article on VentureBeat that they had hired the one and only John McAfee to be their chief security officer. I was surprised, <laughs> yeah. very understandably, but we saw the story. It's VentureBeat, their credible tech publication. We're like, all right, we're going to source this and write it up. And about an hour later, Fortune actually published their own version of the story, and McAfee retweeted the Venture Beat story. I don't think he had read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he then went to Twitter to let also, everybody before, know. Before we get to it, do you want to give the Coles Note version of who John McAfee is? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel like I forget everybody doesn't know that. Um, just so, you know, just so we're all on yeah, the same page. Absolutely. John McAfee is a securities, blockchain, technology expert who founded McAfee and Associates in 1987 and subsequently left the company in 1994 and currently runs a publicly traded company. Um, uh, he runs a bunch of different uh, yeah, companies. Yeah, a bunch of different like companies. Five or six. Like, eccentric millionaire. But but none of yeah. them are like he's. 
strange none of, billionaire. None of them are like anything of, of notoriety. Though. Yeah, like he started a bunch of companies over the course of the 2000s, like one in 2007, one in 2008, one in 2014. Hmm. One of them was an app. I don't know. He's and like the anti <laughs> Richard Branson. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. One of them was an app that was kind of like the the BlackBerry DTEC software, yeah. actually, where it, it checks uh, to see the permissions that apps have oh, have really? access to, yeah. which was kind of interesting. And it's I think he, cool. I think he did that before um, before BlackBerry did it. Possibly. Yeah. He also ran for the leadership of the he American did. Libertarian. Lost to Gary Johnson. Yeah, though, I remember that. I, I would have liked to see a, a John McAfee election. I, I guess we kind of did in a sense with just another guy. But yeah. anyway, that's <laughs> not the point. Um, so essentially, he has become sort of a security blockchain evangelist that advises over 31 companies about their cybersecurity. And this is what he tweeted, brings us back to the denial that he said that Equibit had entirely exaggerated the role that he had taken with them and that he had not taken any money. He was not employed in any kind of role. And his wife actually got it on the action, too, saying that they were horrible for ruining Thanksgiving and now that they had to do damage control <laughs> damage. on their so day good. off. Quote, quote, damage it was an control. interesting day. <laughs> um, so Josh, uh, let's say hypothetical situation. You decide to leave the post, start a blockchain pizza pocket company. <laughs> I don't know why those two <laughs> would go together. That's a great company. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, I think I have four investors. <laughs> yeah. in I was just going to say right that I'll, oh, I'll give you, you money right now for <laughs> that company. <laughs> All right, the Uber of Pizza Pockets. Okay, that sounds like a. That's like that's, that's something you can scale hey, into a I billion like that. dollar business. I, like that. I feel like it's a hit campaign. at Silicon Valley. Yeah. There yeah. you go, the Uber of anything. Yeah. <laughs> so and um, I don't know. Let's say I'm your advisor, and I say, you know, security is important. Let's get John McAfee. Why would any startup, let alone a Canadian one, you know, for you know, we're, you know, sometimes this is put to the test very often. So you know, we we see ourselves as a kind of diverse, you know thoughtful nation mm -hmm. why go after john mcafee is for those that don't know he's been accused like he's yeah. had some lots of legal battles murder, murder rape, assault rape and, yeah, drug, like, and drugs drug use like lots of different things yeah. but i mean as uh the uh -huh. ceo of equibit stated they're not in a place to comment on yeah. his private life yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so I take me, yeah. So what do you think was going through their heads? So obviously, I have no insight whatsoever. It's purely speculation. But I, I kind of feel like they might have approached a few people and just see what stuck. Mm -hmm. And he has this history of like, yeah, sure, I'll give you feedback. And one of the quotes was like, they said, "Can we call you this?" And he's like, "You can call me whatever you want." Call me king. Call me yeah. king. That's what it was. Yeah, there, there was a, a headline that we had for a while. I really <laughs> wanted to yeah. title the story so, "Call Me King," yeah. but they wouldn't let me. So I feel like. Then there, the light bulb goes off, and they're like, hmm, we could run with this. And, yeah. and whether they thought it's going to stick and they can you know, get away with it, or whether they thought this is just going to get people talking about our company. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. they dropped the story on American Thanksgiving, so yeah. what? I think, yeah. So I, I just feel like it was probably, you know, it just it stuck, it worked, and then mm -hmm. like, hey, let's call him this, let's do this PR thing around it, and just see what happens, whether he pushes back or whether... 
um, you know, they just get on people's radar. I mean, it went to Fortune, it went to Venture Beat, so it clearly and they worked. still haven't corrected yeah. their stories. Oh no, they no. still because <laughs> they didn't they didn't actually talk to him or anything. Yeah, right? they no. just got the press release. And when we reached out to Equibit, they before the whole Twitter fiasco happened, they responded to us that McAfee was going to be an internal auditor for the company who would conducting be reporting penetration. conducting penetration testing, reporting Which is a full-time directly job. Yeah. to yeah. <laughs> Reporting directly to the CEO to um, make sure that they comply with all the regulatory barriers and make sure that they uh, essentially follow the rules and that they will remedy any holes that their penetration tester finds after he finds them. Mm -hmm. And this story is still developing too, right? Cause... Yeah, because we have somebody coming in at noon today from Equibit to talk about, to make their official response is what they said, though I don't really... I don't really know. <laughs> It'll be here. a fun yeah. interview. I just still yeah, think it's a, a PR thing mainly. Like that's really so. what I think it yeah, is. Yeah, they they totally wanted to, to build up some hype on McAfee's name. You know, right? I feel like they probably could have built up just as much hype if they said John McAfee is our king. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That's yeah. what I would have done if that was just, my. That company. would have been factually correct. That would have yeah. been correct. He yeah. would have said yes. This is. He would have retweeted that. He would have read it. Been happy. He would have chuckled. <laughs> While on the run, <laughs> Who knows when? he he was on the run for a while. For a while, like, Vice did a documentary where he was like in Guatemala. Didn't, didn't know where he was. He was in Guatemala. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. He was like trying to leave the country like discreetly. What a figure! It, I don't it was even crazy. Know. But that's why again, like I, I joke, but like I think of him like the anti-Richard Branson because Richard Branson does all these crazy things. I feel like he does all these crazy things. But they're not like the greatest yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like so you have two extremes of the spectrum. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. I don't recommend watching crack. this at, at work. Yeah. Because it's no. not safe for work. But you can Google or YouTube uh, John McAfee on how to uninstall McAfee software. Oh, yeah, I've seen this. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so cringy. And he basically says that uh, it's it's like a virus. Yeah. They, they took his name and created a virus. Because in a way, it's he not obviously. had anything to do with the company no, like, for yeah. 20 years. For 20 years, but they still use his name. Um, and the last time that I had a Mac McAfee uh, virus scanner, kind of works like malware like if you haven't renewed or you've used the yeah. trial it's constantly prompting you yeah. to renew and like put in your credit card information in the same way that the malware would so like that video is crazy and he's mm -hmm. like swearing all over the place but <laughs> he also has a has a point to a certain extent yeah mm -hmm. well it for a while i don't know how long ago this was but it would actually say you know vulnerability would oh come yeah up. yeah and the vulnerability is that it, you know it's expired exactly <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you don't actually have something on your computer but they make <laughs> it seem like you do and they just want you to renew it so it seems mm -hmm. a little bit of a shady way to yeah. operate a virus uh prevention software but i don't know mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so i mean what do you think like happened in terms of like was there a miscommunication there like what like where do they go from here now i guess like with this like and also if you're a security startup do you really want to be kind of known as shady that's true right? um, it's true. true yeah i mean i think they're gonna they're gonna backpedal on yeah. this, oh, the, the actual company itself um but I also kind of feel like part of it is like McAfee's fault because he was like, you can call me whatever you want. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. say you can't call me and CSO. Didn't, right? didn't they say something uh, th that they were going to call him that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He even, and he was like, cool? Yeah, we talked to John McAfee actually over Twitter. We slid into those DMs. But, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Claim to fame slid into John McAfee's DMs. That is a big claim. That yeah. is a big claim. Um, and he said that they had asked him can we call you our cso and he said call me whatever you want but i never asked for any money and i mean 
So uh, Where, that's why I'm like, I, I, I don't know how you're so surprised that this is how things play like, out. Like you said, yeah. call yeah. me whatever you want. And they called you whatever they wanted. Maybe they just, they misrepresented I it. I think but that's I, probably I, the yeah. biggest thing is but that I don't they made them. it seem as if he had taken employment with another company. And while he's eccentric enough to say, call me king, call me whatever you want. I think that his stockholders actually turned around and said, well, dude, like, you work for this company and his the stock for that company he currently works for tanked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he? he had to backtrack. Yeah. He had to backtrack and turn around and explain to his shareholders. And I mean, while I'm not a big fan of the guy or any kind of fan of the guy, really, I guess I do understand that yeah. aspect of it. And I feel like he, if they had said, called him like the same title and everything, but they just said he's at a distance, he hops in once in a while. Yeah. He would have totally just ran with it. Yeah, like, yeah like he would have been because that was the truth. Yeah, he'd just been like, yeah, call me whatever you want, but say up front, I'm only doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But they were like, well, he's this is his title. He's doing this. He's doing this. And he's like, wait a second. Like, I've been to Toronto like three times. Yeah, probably, I know. And he, he said, I would have to move to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. I'm like, yeah, insane. He tweeted that, right? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Actually, and Canada hates that. freedom, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I know. Uh, we just... Unless it's a public it's a mobile company. That's very you ironic. Think would like, yeah. But Justin Trudeau, he could get a photo with Justin Trudeau. That's true. I mean, could, doesn't everybody want a photo a Snapchat. with Justin Trudeau? <laughs> yeah. N- nice hair. So don't ever say that we never taught you something at Mobile Syrup. And that is honesty is the best policy. That's a good, that's a good moral. You should have a moral every week now. Oh, Igor, that's a good create one. like a segment, oh, Igor's deep. Morals. Yeah. Do you remember, I don't know if you know, Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. Show, they had the, the wheel at the end and they would give you a tip and they spun the yeah. wheel. That's that's your new thing. I remember right. that. That's our new, okay. Yeah. I like We're going to build the wheel. We'll get Robin to do it. We'll find some way. <laughs> She's laughing right now saying like, no, I'm not doing this. But you know what? I, I see you're like nodding your head saying that she's already going to start building like, it. Guys, what are you going to make Make do? wheels great again. <laughs> I yeah, hate my Make job. wheels great again. Um, <laughs> so on that note, we should wrap up. But uh, again, Josh, where can people find you? Uh, so financialpost.com. There's the tech desk there. Yeah, there's lots of fun articles. Or I'm on Twitter uh, just at Josh McConnell. So that's two C's, two N's, two L's. Uh, and I tweet lots of ridiculous things. So you have so been warned in advance. Him. I'll sometimes retweet Patrick's VR selfies. That's what I do. Um, I have my collection growing. <laughs> I, I probably have like 15 pictures now of him wearing VR headsets. Uh, I like to imagine you just have like this little shrine on your computer <laughs> yeah. with, with all my photos in there. He has a binder full. A binder. A binder full, of, a binder full, of, full of, of VR selfies. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, oh, uh, anything you've been working on recently that you want to tell us about? Um, no, like just lots of. You know, tech things. We did um, a Mac, new, the new MacBook Pro review Ooh. that went up. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Give us the Coles Note version of your... Because, you know, like, there's a lot to say about the MacBook. And I know we've talked about it, like, four weeks in a row. It's like the, but why the not focus, make... focus of, like, the last four podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but I was not here. So. It's true. It's You're true. Right. It's true. All right. Yeah. So... Lay it on me thick. Let's hear it. So I like it more than I thought I would. That's... Okay. When I saw the announcement, I was... Very honestly, kind of disappointed. I was not impressed. I thought you have like a physical revulsion where you're like, I need a, a puke bag right now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just had another pizza pocket, to okay. be honest. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, I was just kind of like, okay, it's it, there was this hyped up redesign, it's been four years, and we got a slimmer, slimmer laptop. But honestly, it, I like it way more than I thought I would. The keyboard feels great, and the touch bar has tons of potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, once there's the app support, mm-hmm. my biggest complaint though is, yeah, remove all the 
all the USB ports or old USB ports is USB C now. Mm-hmm. But um, put in a dongle. Like mm-hmm. honestly, just throw one in the box, and I would have been a lot more happier. I think it's kind of ridiculous they didn't put a ten dollar adapter in, mm-hmm. just because chances are you don't have all USB C devices yet, and if you're a professional, you have USB keys lying around, like normal USB keys, like you can't plug anything in. So my Cole's notes is it's actually like a really great laptop, runs really well. I really dig the touch bar, and I can support the whole USB-C thing for sure. Like it's definitely the way things are going. I like the idea of everything moving to one port and how you can plug in the power adapter everywhere. Mm-hmm. But just put in a dongle. I think they should have done that. And just, just one. Just Raise one dongle. Dongles. Honestly, <laughs> just one dongle. Help At least us. until everybody makes the switch, right? Help and us live the dongle over. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I'm using it right now as my regular computer, and I – Love it. Like, I, it fully gets my recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have the cheddar. If you have the, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Or the pizza pockets to trade in. The pizza pockets. Yeah. Yeah. I bring back the barter systems. Like, so how about four pizza pockets? I, Maybe five. I feel like you would need probably a thousand. Yeah. You know? You'd need a lot. But if they come from the pizza, like, if I'm wearing the pizza pop costume. Also, that's true. That's that's true. True. I don't know if Tim Cook would take them because he's all into the healthy lifestyle. He's like, there's too many trans Are you sure fats. that's not just an act, though? I mean, yeah. maybe he will take them. Have you, he's pretty jacked, right? Is, you can attest is. to that. Yeah, he is. He's actually, pretty jacked. Every day when we're sitting there at the, the press conference with our laptop and he comes out, I'm like, uh, suddenly I'm like, why do I need to go to the gym right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like sitting there like chowing down on the free food. He is, he is a big like, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like him and Dre. They probably work out together do, yeah. with Beats headphones on. Yeah. With Drake in the background. <laughs> that would be a great commercial. Dancing to Bad Blood. Exactly. I would love that commercial. Like, I would go out and buy Beats that headphones actually, right away. That would be a really good... They should actually do that. They Put should Tim do that. Cook in one of these commercials randomly. Just like Marketing. the new Stan Lee, how Stan Lee appears and everything. Yeah. Just, yeah. like, throw Tim Cook in the background of commercials and then, like, let them buy a newspaper. Like a deer like- in the headlights, right? <laughs> yeah. That'd be so good. Drake, uh, Drake could just be like, yo, you lift? Yeah. You lift? <laughs> I do, bro. I do. <laughs> like, yeah, with my Apple Watch on. Yeah. Uh, so on that note, uh, shout outs, starting with you, Pat. Oh, man, come back to me. You're supposed to I play specific- I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have one ready. All right. um, I actually, have no. one ready. Okay, I, do, I, do, I do have one. Help okay. us drain the swamp. You, you can go first, then I'll go. All right. My shout out goes to Janice McAfee, whose Thanksgiving I ruined by forcing her husband to do damage control yesterday. Whoa. I'm very, Whoa. very nice. sorry. <laughs> Josh. The turkeys. Uh, well, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like half serious, half not. Can be whatever you wanted to. Say. You know what? Zach serious. once called out a Disney Lion King. It was a Lion King. Lion King, and I was like, "Get out of this room." <laughs> I did PayPal. Remember? You were yeah. like, "Jess, yeah, why are you doing you... sponsored content that no one paid for?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Well, so I, like, honestly, the one thing I was gonna do is uh, is like shout out to Microsoft for because I saw that they're shipping the Surface Studios early mm-hmm. and. Just like as a broader thing, they're just doing so many cool things right now. It's true, and I can't wait to play with the Service Studio. I have not played with it. Microsoft Canada. I was talking to them, and they're like, "We haven't even played with it yet." Yeah. So I don't know when we're gonna get to play with it. But uh, but I mean, with a new product like that, sometimes you get delays, like months long delays. They're actually shipping it early, so shout out to them for and, and a dedicated support line for mm-hmm. Surface Studio owners, which is pretty awesome. Right? Yeah, because it's it, such a different device. And I don't know how do we have t- like thirty seconds for a quick story? Yes. So I went into the Microsoft Store by chance the week the my review went up for the performance base. And you're like, here's my performance. Well, base. you can't even tell. It. You're gonna have to take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's but so I go in and. Uh, 
And so I've worked retail in the past, like years ago. So they get these rehearsed things. So the guy goes up to me, he goes, excuse me, sir, what could you, or what do you know about this new Surface Book with performance base? I'm like, let me tell you. And he's like, oh, no. That's so funny. And so I started like getting feelers. I'm like, well, you know, I know it's got, you know, double the video RAM. He's like, yeah. I'm like, and I know the gap in between the keyboard is smaller. He's like, yeah. He's like getting excited, like brought me on. And then I just went on to like this big list of things like this, this, this. And he's just like listening, waiting. And then I swear to God, this happened at the very end. He goes, so my sister needs a new computer. He's, you seem to be smart with, uh, with this type just of computers, thing. Yeah. With computers. And, and he, she goes, he doesn't, she doesn't want a Microsoft one. Do you know anything about the new MacBook? <laughs> That's so this funny. Is the Microsoft story. Anyway, that's my story. So. They should commission you. Yeah, it was yeah. hilarious. So I just them. walked in and like, oh, yeah. So anyway, so. next, next you got to go in the Apple Store with the AirPods on. Finally, someone said something. Yeah. I did that. I would do that in California, and people come right up to like, oh, you got those already? Not in Canada though. They're like scared to come up to me. So finally, an employee noticed in in Toronto here. They're like, that's the first time I've seen them. But in California, like the employees would be like. Yo, what's that you got on? And <laughs> and I'm like, they're the new AirPods. Like, oh, but here I like, I don't know if we're just too polite and they don't well, want to approach your friends, right? The first, like, yeah. Well, someone the first, went up to you, right? Yeah, the first yeah. week that I had them, uh, TTC like enforcement, fair enforcement person was like, yo, what are those? Yeah, I saw those on TV. <laughs> How do you have them? And I'm like, I just found oh, them. Cool. I, I just yeah. made up like this. I made up this like elaborate story. I didn't want to tell them. That I was like a journalist and I get stuff early. Sometimes I just like, oh, but they're at the store, man. Like, if you, if you go tonight, you can buy. Them. <laughs> Patrick, uh, you're spreading the, fake news. Yeah, I, uh, I'm Facebook. I, well, but in California, they, they actually asked. But here, and I don't know if they noticed or they just didn't notice. But the funny thing is, I kept I went into the Microsoft store a couple times, and that's where people would stop me. Oh, right away. They're like, well, you got the AirPods? They knew exactly what it was, and they would approach me. But the Apple store, they did not. It probably finally, just came from the Apple store. Yeah, maybe. They're like, I saw the picture on the wall. But finally, the guy that did it a couple days ago, literally, that's the first time I had them for, what, three months now? Yeah. First time someone in, in Canada in the Apple store said it. And he goes, yeah, well, someone came in with Halloween and, and on Halloween, and they made their own. Like, that was their costume. They took old... <laughs> That's like a great earpods, idea. Snipped the cable and walked around. Jeez. So I approached That's a good him. costume. We're tech reporters. Yeah. Why don't we think of these yeah. things? <laughs> and so I went up to him and he's like, oh, no, they're fake. Sorry. So he's like, so I had to come up and see if yours were real. <laughs> I'm like, That's like the last thing. Anyway, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. Sorry. Your shout out. My shout out. Um, I had one. Uh, my shout out goes, it, it's like a negative shout out though. Huh? Whatever. That's so okay. it goes to Nintendo mm-hmm. for oh. obviously doing intentional stock shortages on the NES Mini. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a practice that they've done for a number of years for various different products like the Wii all the way back even to like the, the Nintendo 64. And it creates this like crazy frenzy over trying to get your hands on one. Um, on that note, if you go to mobilesyrup.com, you can enter a contest to win the Nest Mini. Continue. Good good Shameless plug. Fun. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, and yeah, when they when they go on sale, and like I have friends, a friend that owns a video game store and like he requested 300 units and got 13. Um, so this is obviously a very intentional thing that the company yeah. is doing. It's not right. Um, and, and it's horrible because this is like a very sought after, uh, Christmas gift. Um, so yeah, that's my very sad, sullen shout out. But what they should do, honestly, if they were smart, cause it makes sense, makes sense for, um, a bit of a, yeah, there's an asterisk on that. It makes marketing, it makes, it makes marketing, marketing sense. sense for like big, 
console launches, but this kind of thing, this should be the product that they have sitting there at like and what is it, Urban Outfitters? It should be Yale. everywhere. Like like on those like, but not just mm-hmm. like tech retailers, but it should be like yeah. the impulse buy with vinyl records sitting there at Urban Outfitters or Behavior, whatever the one is on like, Young Street. Like I bought a ColecoVision Flash console yeah. from JISC. Yeah. And it was sitting in the checkout, <laughs> and I was like, damn, man, I want that. I'm going to buy that. It's $30, and I bought it. Yeah. yeah. That's what this should be. That's it, it, it shouldn't. Be. It shouldn't be scarce. Yeah. So. Uh, so, dear readers, just so you don't say we're biased, my shout-out also goes to Nintendo for releasing Pokemon Sun and Moon. Which great, is great game. <laughs> great game. <laughs> we have both sides. You balanced it out. It's fine. As true journalists Objectivity. do. Yeah. Objectivity. Really good game, though. It is. A really- it, it pulled me back into Pokemon. There you go. Good. Uh, I don't think I think Pokemon Go did that to you. Oh, that's true. But this this pulled me back into like core Pokemon. I've been playing it. I've been playing it every night. Surprisingly, I feel like with all the Pokemon Go stores, y'all kind of got sick of it after like a uh, month. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah. Pokemon Go. Ditto's and Ditto's back now though. Ditto's back. So when it, Ditto. when it small story when it came to uh, US in the US, um, they uh, I, I downloaded it from the US. I don't know if we're supposed to or not. But so then they, some post media had to go out. Dude, before you You're say that, this site <laughs> made bank. On telling people how to download okay. it from the US. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I got approached by Patrick McGuire <laughs> from Vice. He's like, Oh, you're from Mobile Syrup. He's like, Thanks so much for that guide. Yeah. <laughs> he, he DM'd me and asked me like specific instructions of how to do it yeah. because he saw that I was tweeting about it before I wrote the actual story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. So, anyway, so they had post media had me go out and, and literally walk the sidewalk catching Pokemon so they could snap photos. Mm-hmm. So then bef- the, on the day it launched in Canada, I was like the post-media face for Pokemon Go and like all of our newspapers <laughs> the dream. across the country. It's the dream. I was like, someone's like, yeah, I saw you in the Calgary Herald today. You looked like an idiot. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> uh, usually my mom says that. <laughs> anyway. On that note, thanks, Mom, for listening. Uh, yeah, thanks, Mom. <laughs> send more pizza pockets. Uh, Josh, thank you so much again for... Oh, oh hopping on the podcast i uh, hope you'll come back yeah we haven't fun. scared you off no. <laughs> i don't know sometimes you know yeah, sometimes we lose guests it's okay <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know if peter know. will ever come back after uh, <laughs> yeah. no no it was fun Th- yeah thank I you appreciate so, it. yeah so peace out see ya